at the end of the day, if you're truly a visionary, you know, you're pushing an idea, a process, a technology that hasn't been used before, that hasn't been deployed before. So the importance in being able to tell that story in a way that is succinct, that is confident, and that is inspiring is really important. That's Chris Thomas, co-founder and partner at Assembly Ventures, talking about the role of strong communication strategies for entrepreneurs and startups going after funding, especially in the mobility industry. Chris is no stranger to the mobility space. Not only did he start an investment firm with Bill Ford, yes, that Ford, he spent the last few years working on growing talent and the mobility ecosystem in the Detroit region through the Detroit Mobility Lab and the Michigan Mobility Institute. Now Chris is focused on investing in entrepreneurs and mobility companies with a joint partnership between Detroit and Berlin with Assembly Ventures. He stresses the importance of being a storyteller and how being able to articulate your business means everything. Chris, thank you for joining me today. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. So we've known each other for a while now, and you have a fascinating background. Uh, can you talk a little bit about your background and what you've been focused on recently with Assembly Ventures? Sure. So by way of background, I'm a working class kid from Waterford, Michigan, born in the UP, but no one will claim me because I was only there for a couple of years. Uh, but Michigan State undergrad, a couple of years as an investment banker on the West Coast uh, with a technology team. And then when the U.S. Army um, went into Iraq, joined, joined the Army with my brother. So did four years in the service, one year in the war, uh, finished up stateside near NSA at the East Coast of the United States, and then was accepted to Yale, which is a long way away from where I grew up, but a great experience there. Um, in between my first and second year at school, uh, was eager to get back to Detroit and secured a position with Ford Motor Company. Was really excited about the internship until I arrived, um, and it was the summer of 2008 and I was focused on collateralized debt obligations, which is not what I was looking for in their treasury division. And very long story short, um, you know, made a point of meeting with all the senior team at the firm, um, was able to con you know, convince Bill Ford to take a meeting with me and, and then was able to convince him to start um, a company with me. Uh, and we founded Fontanales together in 2009, the first firm uniquely focusing in mobility. I was there for 10 years, um, you know, very you know, privileged and worked incredibly hard to lead and, and be a part of some of the largest companies in the mobility space over the last decade. Uh, left Fontanales in late 18, and over the last uh, year and a half, if you will, myself and my current partner, Jessica Robinson, worked on a handful of initiatives together. Um, the Detroit Mobility Lab and the Michigan Mobility Institute focused on ecosystem and talent creation. Super proud that we just actually earlier this week announced that Wayne State will be launching their robotics master's degree um, that's coming out of that effort that Jessica led and did amazing work there. And then earlier this year announced Assembly Ventures. So the first uh, transatlantic mobility fund in the world focused uniquely uh, on investing in kind of early stage mobility companies across air, land, sea, and space. And we can get in a little bit into how we uniquely define mobility. Um, but aside from that, I am a work in progress husband and father and trying to do better every day. Great, thank you. So Assembly Ventures was recently founded, just like you said. Um, so you're you're definitely no stranger to that mobility space, you know, based on your background. Um, when looking to invest in mobility companies, what are you looking for? And how do you really define what a mobility company looks like? 
Sure. I mean, so we actually, our mantra at Assembly Ventures is partnering with the people that move the world. And it's not a throwaway line. We really are focused on the men and women. And so the first thing we look for are just amazing teams and amazing entrepreneurs, people that have unique uh, technical or business experiences or just experiences in general that can be brought to bear to solve uh, important problems when it comes to the way the world moves. Um, you know, for us, we are focused on uh the types of companies in mobility that are really shifting not only the status quo across modes, operations, you know, how do you optimize logistics and, and use data more prescriptively, um, but also different ways in which those mobility companies will improve really big problems around or opportunities around efficiency, sustainability, safety, customer experience. Um, we define mobility as the physical and digital movement of people, goods, data, and energy. So that's broad very intentionally in that we're looking at these opportunities through the lens of what are the modes and the combination of modes that are going to move those types of, of assets and individuals? And then what are the empowering technologies that will be necessary to do that in the most efficient, in the most uh, fun, in the most safe way? And that's how we kind of look at the space and you know, are excited to engage on through that lens. Great. So when you are are talking to these companies um, and, and, and seeing what their offerings are in the mobility space, how important does marketing and communications become during that process, especially in the investment process? That's a great question. I mean, marketing and communications is a key component, I think, of both the way a company works internally and then what it, what how it outward faces. And so I think often people think of marketing communications as just something that you do in the course of scaling your business very outward looking. I would offer it's holistic to an operation. Um, you know, we, and over the course of my career, have met really great entrepreneurs who maybe aren't the most forward, you know, front facing, if you will. Um, you have to have a team that can provide that attribute with what you're doing because you are, at the end of the day, if you're truly a visionary, you know, you're pushing an idea, a process, a technology that hasn't been used before, that hasn't been deployed before. So the importance in being able to tell that story in a way that is succinct, that is confident, and that is inspiring is really important. And so, you know, you need those skills from day one. And then as you begin to grow as a company, um, kind of coming out of that initial formation and funding and you're building your products, you're building your services, the importance of being able to tell people who you are, why you are, and what you want to, you know, hopefully, you know, bring to their experience, bring to their lives or their operations. Um, Storytelling is important, you know, and I, and I think if you have things that you're passionate about and that truly bring value um, in different ways, it's going to be an easier story to tell. I love that. I, I really feel like you specifically have really led by example in that space. Um, I know over the years, um, regardless of, of what you've been working on, you've always been a big champion for storytelling about the Detroit region and our importance in the, the mobility space. Um, we've seen that with um, the Michigan Mobility Institute and the Detroit Mobility Lab and all of your work on the talent space, as well as in um, the startup ecosystem. So I have to thank you for being such a good champion for good communications and marketing. Oh, that's really kind. It, I mean, I, it's something that I do wear on my sleeve. And, 
you know, it's always easier to, to be passionate about something when you, when you believe in it to your bones. And we, you know, you've heard me say this many times, but we, re- we really do have something special here. And we actually have just uh, later this week, we're going to be doing a Detroit Mobility Lab um, webinar around the power of the region. You know, when you look at Detroit and Windsor, you look at the Metro Detroit area, there's so many things that we uniquely have here. You know, first and foremost, our people. Um, the quality of the engineers, the quality of just the individuals across the board. But you have this amazing, you know, kind of you know, transcontinental opportunity as it relates to the things that Detroit brings to bear, the things that Windsor brings to bear, Michigan, Ontario, and the, all of the, the North American market. We're building something really special in Detroit. I believe we will be the most prolific and important node for the future of mobility for the next couple of years. And the way we work together as a community is just going to hopefully accentuate that message. Well, great. So if we can switch gears um, back to um, startups and and pitches. So I'm assuming you've probably been part of more pitch meetings and pitch competitions than you can even count. So can you tell me about some of the best ones you've seen and what stood out about them? Yeah, I mean, I think... When I think back, and I have seen a lot, good and ill, uh, good and bad, I, I think the best ones I've seen are ones that are clear, are to the point, are solving something that hasn't been necessarily addressed in the exact same way before, and that, frankly, you know, for better or for worse, bring a lot of, of knowledge and experience to that pitch. And what I mean by that is, you don't necessarily need, you know, a grizzled individual, you know, after a long career um, to hold up all their lessons learned. And that's why their idea is going to win the day. But having people who are are well-traveled, having people who have experienced lots of different environments from a corporate and entrepreneurial setting, um, having people who have attained, you know, great, great success in different aspects of their life and maybe not even necessarily core to the idea that they're putting forward, that well-rounded perspective um, in that you're looking at solving something through a variety of lenses and because you've, you've kind of ran those traps, your, your, your product and your idea is gonna be stronger. I think those pitches are always much stronger as well. Um, but there all, they're always is also you know, something about those very best pitches that goes to the individual, that goes to someone who you know, she just has an amazing grasp of, of this piece of technology or he has experienced a problem in a multitude of ways in a multitude of environments and really has thought through a new way to address it. Um, you know, those are always exciting. And, and, and usually, and you know, and maybe this is a little, you know, passe, but I mean, usually you see that, you, you see that energy, you see that opportunity in that pitch. And I think, you know, great investors and great entrepreneurs, they, you know, they go after it in that moment because those moments are, are hard to come by. On the other side, um, and not to call anyone out either, but which ones had maybe good tech, but they weren't able to articulate it very well? Uh, in what ways could they have been done that better? Yeah, I mean, there's, it's a great question. And I think any, any investor who is, who's done this for a long time, or any entrepreneur, I think, who has built a great team, you know, you can have an A product today and a C team, and that's a, that's a company you should pass on. But if you have a, a B product today, but an A team with the energy and the ability and the aptitude to solve a hard problem, 
that sometimes is the right one to take, you know, to invest alongside because you believe in that team. And so I can think of one company in particular, and I won't, <laughs> I won't use their name so as not to call out the CEO, um, but this was an early stage company that came through Techstars Detroit, um, which, you know, which I had the pleasure of working hard at the beginning to ensure that they came here rather than, you know, off to an outpost in Silicon Valley or, or further afield. Um, and they had really interesting technology, but the CEO was just incredibly nervous. He was so nervous in, in like every pitch I saw him give um, in person, in, in front of large crowds, he would, he would literally seize up sometimes. And when I was sitting with him one-on-one -on -one mentoring or walking through the deck, he was unbelievable. You know, it was such a, it was such a huge difference. Um, and so it, I scratched my head and I was like, man, like, you know, how are we going to get through this? Because we have to. But to his credit, he worked incredibly hard. And he is now one of the best uh, guys on stage during a pitch that I've seen um, across the mobility ecosystem. And so I tell that story because I think that there are, you know, certain things that aren't natural, let's say to certain entrepreneurs who are more technically pro, uh, kind of processed or, or focused, who are, who don't come from a, a background of sales or showmanship. Um, but that's something that with hard work and dedication can be overcome in amazing ways. And I mean, he continues to outperform and surprise me with the way he's put, you know, that time in to become a great spokesman for his company and his product. I love that. Um, I have, I spent part of quarantine re-watching Silicon Valley and <laughs> I, as funny as it is, I, I cringe so much at a lot of the pitches and the discussions that they have about their companies, uh, because as a communicator, this comes as first nature to me. And sure. so it just seems like a good marketing and communication strategy should just always be part of, um, your prep for these types of scenarios um but it's not and it, it's funny in the show but at the same time I'm like I know that this is based on on real life it is. um <laughs> so before we end I like to ask each of my guests uh, a question about the secret sauce uh, so what do you think is the key ingredient when it comes to pitches and going after funding for mobility companies oh wow so I believe, and this is something that I kind of, it's a mantra of my own, but I believe the secret sauce and the most important thing in a good pitch is candor. I, I believe candor will save the world. And what I mean by that is if you're trying to, you know, kind of, if you're all sizzle and no steak, let's put it that way. If you're, if you're trying to, you know, speak to facts that aren't complete or that your audience knows just aren't correct, uh, because you're trying to kind of glide past a, a difficult fact or a difficult aspect of what you're trying to solve to, to focus on your solution. Um, I feel like that is just such a, a disservice both to you and to the time of everyone who you're, whose time you're wasting, to be very frank. Um, but if, you're, if you have candor, if you're upfront about the things that you're passionate about and that you can solve, but you also are honest about the, the, the issues, you know, the, the real either... Um, threats or weaknesses that come with what you're proposing, I think you gain credibility. I think you gain um, the trust of the individuals who you're engaging with. And I think you're just, you know, you're just being honest. And that honesty, especially at the beginning of a conversation, it's so important to lead with, you know, with your values, to lead with um, curiosity. And I think that's the other thing that I put forward. It's like, what's the most important attribute 
of, of an entrepreneur or an investor or a person, I think, I think in many ways it's curiosity. It's that constant desire to know more, to, to do more, to, do, to be better, and not necessarily from a KPI metric perspective where it's like, you know, Caitlin, have you done one more thing today? It's that have you spent time, um, you know, with your spouse today? Asking him or her about, you know, something that they care about or asking them their opinion about something you care about and kind of deepening those relationships. Um, and to your earlier point, I think it really comes back to spending the time figuring out how can you how can you speak to the things you care about and tell stories and, and tell uh, just kind of you know, put together the, the ideas that, that are most important to you and then bounce them off people you trust and that you value. But I think candor and curiosity for me, those things, they go hand in hand. I love that. Very well said. I think you're you're absolutely spot on. It's that authenticity that comes from candor and curiosity that really make a big difference. That's a great way to close it out. Um, if listeners are interested in learning more about Assembly Ventures and following along with the organization as you guys, you know, get things going and start making announcements, where should they look? Um, I think the best place to kind of get a, a running update on everything that we're doing is on LinkedIn. Um, it is the platform that we utilize most often and are just incredibly active on, both in terms of thought pieces, um, different pieces of analysis, uh, different things that we are involved on around the world. You know, we're a firm that's focused uniquely on the industrialized West with partners in Detroit and Berlin. And so that's a place where you'll be able to not only see some of the things that we're working on, but also where we're engaging around the world. Um, and there'll be more to come after that. Thank you, Chris, for your time and for talking to us today about how a good marketing and communication strategy can either make or break your startup's pitch for funding. Now, my pleasure. And thanks for being such a good marketer. Thank you for listening to Mobility, Decoding the Secret Sauce. I'm Caitlin Davis, director at Lambert & Company, a nationally ranked top five automotive and transportation public relations firm. We know the success of mobility, whether it's autonomous, electric, aerial, or public transit will truly lie in public perception and acceptance. Without high adoption rates, even the best mobility platforms and technologies will fail to reach their full potential. Between strategic communications, public relations, integrated marketing, and investor relations, Lambert is here to help you drive results and help you change the way the world moves. Learn more about us at Lambert.com.